that was the song. Welcome back to hour number two, the Sane Asylum number 195. This has just been a phenomenal first hour, just a high-level, compelling discussion with two uh, courageous white nationalists, Paul from California and now residing in northern Nevada, and the big flop of somewhere in the heartland of... The, and Floppa, we got to have you back regularly, man. This was this was great, yeah, and and you need the exposure. You definitely, you're doing doing uh, the work of many more should be doing, but you're doing it now. So hopefully you'll come back regularly. I'd love to, man. I love coming on the show. You guys have a great vibe. You've been doing broadcasting longer, so I always kind of learn something from you guys. So I appreciate you opening doors for me. I really do. Flood does too. Flood loves awesome. you. Yeah, no, we all we love you guys too. You're the future. Uh, um, and so uh, we all got to work together. All right, let's open up the phone lines. It's uh, area code 512-248-8252. That's 512-248-8252. And they always say, say it three times, 512-248-8252. And uh, before we start taking calls, I'm curious, uh, first, uh, Flappa, then Paul, what about the, the, the what's going on in Ireland? Very, very inspiring. And uh, I've been saying for months now, if one white European country uh, kicks out its traitorous leadership and, and takes over the country, one nationalist will be a domino and there'll be a lot of nationalists going in. So what do you think, Floppa? Well, it, it, like I said last night, I saw a turning point in European identity. I watched it happen live with fucking my chat. It was amazing. Awesome. I, mean, I was trying to run the show, and all of a sudden, Europe just go okay, so, so fucking Muslims called for a intifada against Paris, and, and Parisian, white Parisians stood up and called for Muslims to get the hell Islam out of Paris is what they are calling Excellent. Spain was calling for Islam out of Spain. Ireland is calling for the same. So I really do think Ireland was the turning point, and we're watching it happen. I, I hate to be the, the happening fag. It's happening. Fantastic. Get off your ass, guys. You know what I mean? It's exactly. happening. It's exactly. okay to be white. It's okay to be white, especially right now. You can't tell me pro-whiteism isn't trending. Yeah, absolutely agree. Paul, your thoughts? Oh, sorry there. I, I had to unmute. Um, I sorry, but I missed the question. Uh, on the-, the question was: It's amazing to see the Irish uh, finally had oh, a oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That stabbing, and uh, there's uh, all over Twitter and the indie media. Uh, Irish are enough's enough. And these this this black African woman who says she's Irish is trying to fight back, but f you, uh, uh, she boon, you you're gone. They all need to be gone. Right. Well, so, 
that was the question. The reason I was temporarily dist- I'm very aware of what's going on in Ireland. I just will briefly address this. The reason I was temporarily distracted is I elicited a text barrage from my former co-host uh, Richard Carey. Who was pretty. I guess he's upset about what I said, but but I stand by it. So anyway, moving on. Yeah, I love I love I love pissed off white men, especially Irish. I've known a few Irish or predominantly Irish dudes in my day, and they're they're nobody to mess around with. And that's what it's going to take. It's going to take pissed off people who aren't worried about stepping on toes or offending other people with their language or with their gestures. And it may take some pointless violence, such as tipping over cars and lighting them on fire to get this whole thing kicked off. But let's face it, there's going to be some people hurt before this thing is over in our favor. And that's the only thing that we need to be thinking about is to have it result in our favor. What I don't get about fellow whites And this goes to everybody, not just anyone in particular, but throughout the course of my, quote, awakening, which goes back to the 80s, as I've made clear, Giuseppe, is that I run into white people all the time who never really conceive about winning, but just getting along. And I can't understand it for the life of me because I came in my life through, uh, you know, a series of my own efforts. I mostly have done some winning in my day, and I know what it feels like. It feels good to win. I hate losing, and that's why I think and act and talk the way I do. Oh, I like well, Floppy, you got, <laughs> that was great. Floppy, you got any thoughts on that? Well, the, the Irish situation, I just want to ask, because I've heard some speculative rumor that's now been uh, corroborated by two different Irish intel sources, one very trusted, Irish Woes on Telegram, that the stabber, the Al- Algerian stabber, has very high up political connections, and now they're guarding his location in the hospital and his identity like their lives depend on it. Have you guys heard anything about that? Uh, oh, I, well, I'm I'm a, most of the time the last two weeks on puppy duty. We we brought home a seven week old, so I I'm having what kind? Uh, Siberian husky. I'll I'll send you some pictures, please. Oh my Angelo. god, huskies are a lot. I, I don't know if you've ever had a husky before, but you're in for it, man. Those oh things well, actually, twenty five years of huskies. We're 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 seasoned. This is our third generation. Now. <laughs> okay, then you know what you're in for. Oh, I know what I'm in Woo! for. <laughs> yeah so i lived, I lived with one for six years and i fucking love that little fuck. oh yeah they're the best they're, they're they're so intelligent so emotive and so loving and so crazy and, and they're and they're racist they are That's racist right. they are racist <laughs> yeah yeah just kidding so i just put up on the screen the meme that should be everywhere africa is 430 times the size of ireland this giant red outline of of africa and then a little blue Island of Ireland dropped in, um, uh, you know, just a, you can barely see the blue dot. So why do Africans have to live in Ireland? And let both you guys answer that question. Why do Muslims have to live in Ireland? And and not the the bullshit of of the, it's a refugee crisis because uh, there's no, no such a, thing. It's a refugee crisis, G man, especially with Africa because they're refugees from themselves, and that should be a warning to every Western nation not to take them in. Right, right. Africans have everything in Africa, including the largest concentration of rare earth minerals. They could be right. filthy fucking rich. Right. They're right. refugees from their from themselves. That's why we should want nothing to do with them. That is a great point. Great point. Paul, your thoughts, and then we'll start taking calls. Hello, Paul. 
Yep, sorry, I, I unmuted and then it automatically muted again. Well, as I once told you, a very famous expression that uh, we should all learn very well is that you give white people a pile of bricks, they'll build you a city. You give Africans a city, they'll give you a pile of bricks. This is a, <laughs> this is, this is a law. It's an or you could pull a George Soros and give a bunch of Africans a pile of bricks in the middle of a city. On skids, right. <laughs> so I couldn't resist. That was let's a good one. That was a good let's get one. some. Let's get some callers in here. Let's get some action. All right, hey guys. First caller is Jeff from Utah. Jeff, welcome. What's on your mind for Flop and Paul? Hey, Giuseppe, Flop and Paul. How you guys doing? Good, brother. Doing good. Good. Um, I'd like to say uh, I like that list you had. That uh, that um, well, that kill list, whatever that you guys had. <laughs> Uh, with uh, uh, Trump being the main one on there because he's the one that pushed Operation Warp Speed. But I wanted to add a few scumbags to your list. And the first one would be that uh, Jew lawyer, Alan Dushowitz. <laughs> and then then uh, that uh, Jimmy Kimmel scumbag and the scumbag uh, Stephen Colbert. Those three that were really brutal on people that didn't want to take their poison. Man, right. you guys Wait, are no, really Alan, up in arms about Jimmy Kimmel and Colbert. Alan, Alan, well, <laughs> Alan, Dershowitz, man, it's good Alan enough Dershowitz, for me. <laughs> Alan Dershowitz said that we, we have the power, the legal power, to plunge a needle into your arm, and you don't have any right to refuse it. Um, caller, by the way, I would ca caution anybody to say such a thing, which I did not say as, quote, a kill list. What I said was my imaginary firing squad list. Right, right. And this is right. all just entertainment. Yeah. In, in my in yeah. my imaginary presidency. But yes, all those people were already on it, you know, including of course oh, the people that you just named. Yeah. But yeah, it's an excellent it's an excellent thought exercise though. No, yeah. we're 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 not the left. We can't get away with uh, publishing kill lists. So it really is <laughs> right. satire entertainment and a hypothetical like man if I were the ruler of the world, these guys would fucking go first, you know? Yeah, I, I said it wrong. I, was, I remember it was firing squad, but, you know, some people were so brutal, and now they're asking for forgiveness for what they did, like Schwarzenegger and all these people. No forgiveness for them at all. Those, they're straight murderers. 100%, Jeff. 100%. Fauci, too. You know, uh, yeah. Charles Lieber. Charles Lieber, the fucking Canadian Jew that fucking yeah, what, uh, what, what, moved, moved the disease yeah. from, from uh, Harvard to Wuhan. Fuck him, too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that, that's a red pill everyone forgets. Jews were behind COVID. Charles Lieber is proof. And he's in prison because it's proof. Yep. yep. Don't exactly forget right. Charles Lieber. It's the biggest connection in the whole COVID case. All right. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Great call, Jeff. Appreciate it. Thanks. Um, absolutely. Again, uh, for everyone listening, this is all hypothetical, just uh, blown off some steam with entertainment, edgy late night, Sunday night entertainment, satire. And nobody's got any kill lists. And, and, uh, and nobody's so getting hurt unless Chatwaffen doesn't support the show a little more. You can't, you can't leave these guys high and dry. Speak Free Radio is doing great shit. So make sure you support but the show, guys. But, but it is important, before quickly go to the next caller, you know, again, what I've done and said over the years, Giuseppe, and of course, Giuseppe, I always have complimented you because I believe in many ways you are just as based or even more hardcore in many of the things that you've said, which is why I respect you because I know it's real and it's genuine. It's not just right. some kind of act, you know. I'm not, no, not I'm an not, act I'm not, at all. I'm not doing this for, you know, any other reason, but it's from my heart, okay? N none of us really get anything out of this except occasionally a chance to vent. 
Right. But I think it's important to note the juxtaposition that Lana, you know, just made about, you know, what's been said about us, about our race. And the fact of the matter is, is you can go online and you can see and hear the hostility that other races have for us. And I've seen it and heard it in real life. So so my general opinion, you know, again, with with always keeping in mind what's appropriate to say and not say, but my general opinion opinion i think you'll appreciate this is f those people okay you want a war let's have a war i'm ready there you go yep i mean um it's sad that it's gotten to that level for a lot of white people but um you know the world's a big place and why do all these parasites of various dark shades of melatonin and various uh, uh non-human dna like the jews why do they have to come here they could there's a lot of room for them elsewhere and let them do what they want there. We had a high trust society in the European nations and uh, we need that back. Well, I just, I just want to point out, you know, like you pointed out, Paul, like, yeah, Giuseppe is based as fuck. He really is. But let's never make it a contest for like how based <laughs> you say it. You know what I mean? Because yeah, that's yeah. a trap, you know, and, yeah. and we all saw that happen in 2019 on telegram. Yep. And so, so it's like, yeah, if your heart's in the right place, uh, you know, the time's coming and I, I think we all need to be careful, you know, like don't get any extra knocks on your door, but don't ever be afraid to tell the truth. I think right now the truth is on our side more than ever. So it's not about being ba- you know, it's based as fuck right now, telling the actual truth about there things. The truth will, the truth will set you free. It really will. And, you know, i got to give a shout-out to another based individual and a great uh, 40-year-plus man telling the truth and taking on uh, Wall Street and now naming the Jew left and right with his publishing imprints of Money Tree Publishing. And Dave Gahari just uh, got the rights and totally improved and added a ton of new uh, information to the myth of German villainy and the best ones coming out in a couple weeks. He got the rights from Peter Winter to uh, the six million factor fiction and the book has gone from 120 pages to 360 pages and everybody needs to read the six million factor fiction at moneytreepublishing.com once you read it, it is such a a checkmate I'm going to mix metaphors here, a checkmate slam dunk, knockout punch to the lying uh, international parasite the Talmudic synagogue of Satan that, uh, you know if you can afford it, buy 20 copies of this and give them to people because would you like me to make an audio book of it uh well let's talk to dave i mean uh it's his company <laughs> here check this out uh like d- one sec i'll show you what i can do i learned this trick from flood hello my- i heard one little thing we'll tell you what while while uh uh, 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 Floppa's doing it. Let's go to the next caller, and then we'll we'll have him play his thing after the caller. Bobby in Florida, welcome, Bobby. What's on your mind? Yeah, okay. I like how he he spoke about truth, and here's my truth. Here's here's what I I believe is true, and mm-hmm. I don't care who I upset. I won't keep you on here. You guys could talk about this. Christianity and Islam are tied to Judaism. Uh, they are. It, it, Islam is the first ten books of of the Old Testament, the Torah. So right. Christianity in itself is tied to Judaism. To say that there's Zionist Christians, I think that all Christians would be Zionists. I kind of I've, I've got into Adam Green here 
the last couple of years. And I kind of follow the, the kid because he gets these rabbis on here talking about what they really believe. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's any way out of that. And now that I see all these uh, photos and videos of what's going on in Gaza, I don't hear anything from the Christian, so-called Christian community other than they support it. So I'll leave that with you guys to talk about that. So let the next caller come in. Well, thank you, Bobby. Well, you know, it's interesting that the Abrahamic religions, uh, well, of course, uh, Judaism is essentially the Babylonian Talmud worship of extremely dark devil entities such as Moloch, Baal, uh, Baphomet, Lucifer, what have you. They're all different names for the same thing. So there's no, no redemption of anything Jews believe. They're they're sick, 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 sick individuals. And... Um, so there's nothing good as a Reformed Jew or a Mosaic Jew. They're all Talmudic Jews, and they all uh, uh, maim little boys. They, they they do everything that the Talmud says. So so they're they're as um, what's his name? Uh, let me bring that up. Oh, hold on one second. Let me find. Uh, so Martin Luther, who who left Catholicism to find um, uh, you know Christ for 40 years tried to reform Jews and then on 1526 he wrote on the Jews and their lies and 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 couldn't agree with Marty Moore with these points first their synagogue should be set on fire Jewish prayer books should be destroyed and rabbis forbidden to preach the homes of Jews should likewise be smashed and destroyed and their residents <laughs> yeah. put under one roof or in a stable like gypsies to teach them they are not a master in our land. Amen, Brother Martin Luther. And so the uh, the other point is that people don't realize that Islam, uh, Muhammad was a young Jew, and he was an upstart. He was a pretty, you know, inspired guy as far as understanding uh, uh, religion and power and such. And he went to the Pharisees, and like, they, didn't, they didn't like the young upstart, so they were like, go away, kid, you bother us. You know, and they kicked him out. And so then he divorced his first wife, married an older Jewish woman um, who was very familiar with the Talmud, she wrote the Quran for him. So, so Islam is essentially Jew light. So, there's some cool spiritual aspects to how Islam has blossomed in the Arab regions and in Africa. Especially the Sufi mystical stuff is very interesting and very cool. But the only the only element of of the Abrahamic religions that has any merit at all is Jesus the Christ and the New Covenant. Now, what Bobby um, doesn't uh, didn't mention is that um, any any Christian who th- says Judeo Christian is like saying devil god. You're not a Christian. You're a member of the process church, and you're worshiping Satan just like every other Jew worships Satan. And so, what? But on the other hand. There are some, you know, there are some deeply spiritual people. In fact, uh, D- uh, Pastor Eli James, who wrote the book, uh, where is I got it right here? Jeez, uh, no, I don't have it right here. Is the Great Impersonator. Christian, Christian identity. I mean, yes, that, Christian identity. That some kind yeah. of weird cult too. I mean, it's like black. Well, no, it's Hebrews not really a weird cult. It's it's historically proven that the the. Uh, I mean, I get where you're going, Bobby. It's just I'm trying to add a little little oh, historical cool. clarification that. The, the the Christians who understand that Jesus kicked over the money changers in their own temple, he had a bullwhip and his whipping them. But that was that was Jesus the warrior, right? But Jesus of the new covenant finally came in, into uh, this reality. Let the Jews torture him, embarrass him, humiliate him, and ultimately kill him to open up uh, the the uh, 
the real Christianity. But the funny thing is, is Jesus would have never had a religion. He was just trying to wake people up. All religion is dogmatic garbage, and these these Bible literalists and these others, they're 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 they are not. Uh, doing anything that's truly in the spirit of Jesus Christ. So that that's being well, said. I, I, I do believe that Christianity helps Judaism to where it is now, because the churches protect what they're doing now. The churches here. Absolutely. I've never been to a church in my life that didn't have an Israeli flag, by the way, and I'm 60 years old. So every church I've been to in Florida. Yeah. So here's a way to look at this, I've done away with it. I've done away with, I've gone one step further than you guys. I'm just done with anything Jewish as far as religion, Jesus Christ, is any of this stuff, I'm done with the fairy tale well, stuff, and get out, because I think that's what's, that's what's ruining humanity. It's destroying us. It really is from within. So, I'll let you guys go. Right. You want to know what my religion is? You want to know what my religion is? Sure, Floppa, then we'll go to Paul. It's, go it's Arianism. There you go. That's the religion. That's and you know what? After I'm gone, after I've soaked in the blood of all of our fucking enemies... I'll let God fucking figure it out, and I don't give a fuck if he sends me to hell, because I'll kick everyone's fucking ass down there, too. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm not worried about karma. I'm about I'm, I'm more, as a war, true spiritual warrior, I'm more, uh, more interested in, in uh, t- taking care of business with these evil, soulless parasites. Absolutely. I'm right there with you. Paul, go ahead. So there's a way to look at this, too. And again, it's, you know, this is the more, shall we say, academic or intellectual way, but it's it's absolutely true. It's these things that we're talking about, such as Christianity, such as Islam and so forth, these are actually philosophies or ideas, and they don't really exist in a material sense, okay? Biology does exist. So, for example, when uh, Bob said, for example, that Christianity is helping, blah, 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 no, you might as well just say white people are helping, okay? Or misguided white Christians are helping Zionists, blah, 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 because in reality, these concepts don't have a real material existence. We do, and our race is being destroyed biologically. Never forget that. The Jews are not so worried about whether we're Christian or not, but they do want to give babies a hepatitis B vaccine or a hepatitis <laughs> right. C vaccine, right? They do, they do want to give uh, somebody 60 or 70 shots by the time they're 12 years old, right? right. They do want you to drink fluoride in your water, right? They do want you to have nothing but soybean oil salad dressing. Go to the supermarket and try to find a salad dressing that is just olive oil. Try. And you'll even see these major brands that say, for example, olive oil. I picked, I read a couple of labels just last night, Giuseppe, and all these these big, like, best uh, brands and these others, even mayonnaise, all olive oil, right? Turn it around and read it, and it says olive oil canola and or soybean oil so they literally cannot let you have good pure food you must consume their food you must take their injections you must be indoctrinated in their schools you must be subject to their courts you must use their money i think i'm making the point here is there's no other way forward but it's like to me I'm, i'm sick of it it's victory or death so forget about all these philosophies because they're doing us no good at all uh, hard to argue with that, Paul. All right, let's move on to Rick in Arizona. Rick, welcome. What's on your mind? Okay. Can let's... I point something out real quick? No, before go ahead. We... I, I just want to sure. say, as an Arianist, which I claim to be, and I try to live by example, 
Uh, white Christians and white pagans are my brothers and sisters. I think I think the cognitive capacity to grasp how toxic uh, dogmatism is is lost on most people, and so I try to keep that out of my rhetoric. You know what I mean? Uh, agreed. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to say that it's like, dude, no, no. If you're if you're white at the end of the day, I've got your back. No, you're absolutely correct, and I, I yeah. didn't want my. Uh my statements or my, my rant to be misread or misunderstood. I've talked to Giuseppe before and I've said it on air. I have a, I have a fondness for Catholicism. I grew up in the Catholic church and there's something about, you know, the ceremonies and the rituals and the actual, the, the architecture of many of the churches. There's a lot of beauty and art that has come out of this philosophy. And as the national socialists recognized and Hitler recognized, it's part of our culture, part of Western civilization, but foremost among the Germans was the protection of their race, and I can't emphasize that enough because that's reality. And when you look around the world, and you look around this country, you can see that our race is being subsumed and destroyed. Well said. Well said. All right, let's move on to uh, next caller, Jim in Arkansas. Jim, welcome. What's on your mind, Giuseppe? Papa, oh, you guys are hard to. Uh listen to and then come up with uh, what I originally wanted to talk about. In fact, I forgot because <laughs> you've done so much. <laughs> but anyway, what I wanted to tell you was um, Paul mentioned about uh, Christianity, and of course um, Christianity, yes, has gone down the tubes, especially since this Judeo crap came in. But I'm a ex-Catholic. When I was a kid, I was you know an altar boy for nine years. I you know, spoke the Latin and church and all that crap, quius duus deus, all that stuff. Right, right. And um, I have since moved on and, and really studied the Bible. And one thing that I think everybody's missing, uh, and even Ice there was mentioning, that hot little woman there was <clears throat> mentioned about um, the hate thing. And, and then Paul mentioned about uh, Schwarzenegger, uh, mentioned about hate and all that stuff. Well, number one, if you believe it all in the Bible, in the garden, Yahweh came down and said, uh, you know, what have you been doing? And Cain, of course, he had already subdued Eve, and then uh, Adam partook. But that wasn't Cain. God, that, uh, not Cain. Uh, I'm sorry. Um the serpent, Satan, I guess. Let's say Satan, <clears throat> and uh, the son was Cain. But anyway, um, what he did was he said, "There's going to be enmity uh, between Satan between your seed and her seed." Well, everybody's missing that over the years because yes, there's enmity, and there's never it's never going to stop. And he also said that you're going to crawl on your stomach like a belly, uh, like a snake, and you're going to be a vagabond. Well, they're getting thrown. Really, they're going to get thrown out of this this new country, supposedly that they formed. They can't stay anywhere because they're cursed. They're vagabonds. Right. And and this is what the whole thing is. But what what we're missing too is <laughs> is that Adam in the Hebrew, means man or woman of ruddy complexion that blushes. <clears throat> so, You're Christian identity, aren't you? 
Yes. I could tell. Yep. No, uh, w- one thing I want to point out is, uh, like, if you if you do interpret the Bible literally, like what you're talking about, where the serpent essentially seduces Eve, and then yep. is is set on its belly for the rest of existence. Uh, I mean, I I do, you know, I I. I Trust the Bible as far as I could throw it, which is a long fucking way. And, <laughs> but, um, I'm with you. you know, half of it's written in Hebrew. That's a fucking red flag. But I will point out that, like, what was the serpent before it was put on its stomach? You know, was it a biped in that case? Like, there are interesting points about Christian identity. I think Henry Ford, like, I take Christian identity about as far as Henry Ford did. And Hitler even respected his work against that. And all entertained things, even black nationalism and Christian identity, simply for the fact that they take Israel away from the Jews. There you go. Great point. Great point. All right. Yeah. That's a great call, Jim. Any Anything else? Um, well, I wanted to mention about the Talmud. <clears throat> Years well, ago, you know what? I I've just been... realized the bottom of the hour. Jim, stay on through the break, but we've got to go take the bottom of the hour break. So, Jim, stay on the line, okay. and we'll, we'll come back to discussing the Talmud after sure, these I'll get off messages. Real quick. Yep. Okay. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. HempPaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at RepublicBroadcasting.org and visit HempPaste.com slash RBN. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few. In one month, my blood pressure dropped significantly. I no longer get chest pain after exercise. It's amazing, and I ordered my second bottle... The reviews are spot on. My target is to get off BP meds, and if it keeps going like this, I see a light at the end of the tunnel. So far, a great product is what it claims to be. Great product. A few days in, and I could feel a difference for certain. Not checking medical stats yet. I know this is really working by how I feel. We'll continue to take this product. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit Extendivite.com. Dot com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. I'm so excited to have you as part of the Wild Pastures family, and we look forward to bringing you the pastures meats that you and your family 
will love. Now we started Wild Pastures because so many of my clients would tell me they just couldn't find high quality pasture raised meats. And even when they did, it was so expensive that they couldn't afford to eat it regularly. Now I'm not talking about the bottom of the barrel healthy meats that have claims like natural or free range or even cage free, terms that were actually created by the industrial food industry to make us feel all warm and fuzzy about buying their low quality products. I'm talking about truly nourishing pasture-raised meats, the kind that you'll never really find in a grocery store. Our farmers are doing things beyond organic. Our beef is 100% grass-fed and grass-finished and raised on pastures free from chemicals and other pesticides. Our chickens are 100% pasture-raised where they get their natural diet of grass and forage and insects. We will never settle for free range, which is actually one of the most deceptive terms in the chicken industry. In fact, less than 0.1% of the chicken consumed in the United States is truly pasture-raised in the way that ours is. And our pork is 100% pasture-raised as well. So if you care about where your food comes from, then you have definitely made it to the right place. As a Wild Pastures member, you'll be supporting the most highly principled farmers in America and getting the most nutrient-dense, nourishing, and sustainable meats in the world. But I'm confident you'll love being part of our mission at Wild Pastures, and you will really love the delicious, nourishing meats that we're going to deliver straight to your door. Visit republicbroadcasting.org and click the Wild Pastures banner ad. Secure a shipment today. Beef, poultry, and pork raised the way nature intended. Looping all Western countries so I can get my shekels faster. Shekels faster. Shekels faster. Shekels faster. Oh god, I haven't heard Shettles this one faster. in years. Shooting the toxic vaccine so I can get my shekels faster. 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 All your offspring, so I can get my shekels faster. Coming to Jewish pointings, so I can get my shekels faster. Alright, welcome back to the final 30 minutes of the Sane Asylum. And coming up in the top of the hour is the King of Sunday Night. The one and only Robert Rabelt and Incendiary Radio. And Robert is gifted. He's been doing this a long time and is might arguably have the best show on RBN, uh, period. All right. And the other thing I want to mention again this hour is that RBN is has got a big fundraiser going right now, as does Speak Free Radio. Uh, but especially for RBN, um, John Statmiller passed two years ago. He really created this uh, network and was uh, you know a driving force. He used to have the... Uh, evening drive time show two hours Monday through Friday and uh, if you can afford to if you can donate a hundred dollars you get to choose a book from John's actual personal library that's pretty nice if not uh, buy something at the RBN store that wild pasture meat is really really delicious it's way better than anything you'll get in a big box store and there's plenty of other other things or if you can just afford to 
donate 10 or 20 bucks, please do so. But, the, you know, running a station 24-7, seven days a week, 365 days a year, costs a good amount of money. And uh, it's up to you guys, if you can, listeners, to support them. So break open that wallet and get some magic shekels to RBN. All right, we were, uh, before the break, Jim's still here. Jim, you said you wanted to make a comment about the Talmud, so go ahead. I had bought the, the Babylonian Talmud back in the 60s uh, from this little Jew guy down in Orlando, and it cost me 1500 bucks back then, so today it's worth, it would be worth a fortune. But anyway, wow. um, what a lot of people don't know is, and I've read all the books, there's a lot of things that I've never heard other people talk about. And for instance, uh, in a, on a synagogue, under every northeast corner, there has to be 10 goyim children buried there did you know that in the northeast corner i didn't but i believe it so please these are excellent little tidbits i've uh, never heard that. okay That's fucking crazy yeah, i don't yeah. doubt it no but I don't no doubt it, it at all it, i believe it it's yeah. for real all right a jewish woman can have sex with her own son as long as he's nine years old in one day the oh, rabbi can really? have Right. Yeah. Uh, here's, here's the rabbi. The mo- mo- okay. Go ahead. Let him go a little longer. Go ahead. Go, go ahead, Jim. The rabbi can have sex with uh, a goyim girl as long as she's three months and one day. Jeez. Yeah. Would okay, you believe so. this? Yeah, I can't. I, I mean, when I first read the, it. I know, but here, here's the point. Okay, and again, I'm not. It's not an, anything against you, caller, but I've been hearing this crap for twenty, thirty years. You know. It's like, I don't care what the Talmud says. And the average Jew doesn't know what the Talmud says, and they don't care either. And all this stuff is, is somewhat interesting, but it's all, to me, a pointless and useless discussion, whether it's Christianity or Islam or whatever, okay? This is all about what's happening in the real world and the physical security of our own territory, which we have to regard as our own, not just some cosmopolitan smorgasbord economy where anybody can come here and they're the new immigrants because trust me when i tell you this okay first a thousand mexicans and guatemalans will come to your little community and then a few years later it's going to be ten thousand and then it's going to be fifty thousand and a hundred thousand and you're going to have taquerias everywhere and they're going to overwhelm your schools and they're going to be in management of various companies and they're going to hire their own because believe me Hispanics are very despotic, okay? And so this is what we're dealing with, and it's got nothing to do with Christianity or Talmud or anything else. And I'm sorry that you spent $1,500 on that because I could I could wager that on a good football game now and then. It's normally above <laughs> my normal amount. But anyway, well, I, I mean, I respect Let me opinion, just Paul, but I have to respectfully disagree because I think it is vital for uh, – um, the average normie to know what the Talmud says because that that subhuman piece of shit Ruth Bader Ginsburg read the Talmud every day, and the uh, yeah. every rabbi in America reads the same Talmud verse every day. They're guided by the Sanhedrin, so there's a lot of relevancy to that. The Devil's Handbook. So can I, I interject? To... Sure, go ahead, Flappa. Sure. Well, you kind of brought us back to, to what I said earlier, how the Jews are still operating on this ancient ide- ideology where 
they've tricked white people through democracy to fight every four years on a left-right spectrum that's both owned by the Jews, whereas the Jews are still using this ancient philosophy as a justification, uh, as a calling for themselves as the chosen people and all that. And so I do think it is important. But I would also point out, like, I see where Paul's coming from. I don't even need Hitler to red pill people. I don't need World War II. Shit happened in the last 10 years. I'll take fucking what happened in Paris and run with it. That's what I did with white privilege. I will. Right. The only thing is, what I'm saying, hold on. Like there, there are current okay. events happening right now that are incredibly right. red pilling. Like what you got through the summer of love and COVID without figuring it out. We, you don't need the Talmud to tell me these guys are fucking full of shit and need to go. Yeah. Right. Right. So this is my point. Yeah. So I, I mean, look, all that's fine. I don't I don't disagree with anything Giuseppe said, okay? But here's the point, all right? There's way over now, they started with a certain amount, but there's way over 100,000-plus Somalis in Minneapolis, okay? And they right. did that on purpose because it was a white state. They dropped 10,000 Somalis in Bangor, Maine. Maine is the whitest state in the country. And I don't really care whether the Talmud exists or not. Here's what exists. 10,000 Somalis in Bangor, Maine. That's what exists. That That's just happened. Point. That just Paul, happened I'm, two months ago. I'm right on board with you, Paul, but let me tell you, if you know the background of these animals, they did the same thing when you back up. They're bringing in these people not to, not I, to be I part of their fight, but to do the fight for them. In other words... I, uh, I know. Th- th- when you say, "Well, they killed Christ," oh no, the Romans killed him, right? You know, again, th- that's these what are they're all... famous for. I know. I'm just making the point that in the end, this discussion of these historical points or what's written in some book that most people don't know, just like most Christians don't know what really is in the Bible, and in many cases, they don't really know the proper interpretation. If there is a proper interpretation, because there's so many interpretations. The whole thing just gives me a headache because we all know what's real and in front of us. And they got people to line up, roll up their sleeves, and get <coughs> poison injected into their arms because they thought it was going to help them prevent COVID. So that's a real problem. And I don't know about anything yeah. in the Bible or the Talmud. But, you know, again, I'm sorry. I'm just going on. Maybe no, no. Uh, did, you, a great, did you guys we're, ever we're hear We're all we're having Mudd? a great discussion. Go ahead, uh, Jim. Did you ever hear <laughs> Roger Mudd, the newscaster? Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Well, number one, I I went to school for engineering, so I was working in Fairchild Hillard. I'll try to make a long story short here. And I bought a landscape company, and I ended up going and entering in the flower show down there in um, uh, downtown uh, <coughs> uh, Maryland. And so what happened was my wife was working the show, and she said, hey, there's this newsman in here he wants to talk to you about the gazebo and stuff that we had built so i went down and guess who it was it was roger mudd the newscaster well that was about seven o'clock at night and five o'clock the next morning he the janitor threw us out that my last trip is right now so get out so what he told me about was uh lucky lindy Lindbergh's father who was against the federal reserve okay and he said they would come up and threaten him and say, look, keep your mouth shut or we're going to kill you. Well, Lindbergh, he was a tough old bird. <clears throat> and he'd say, I don't give a damn what you do to me. He said, uh, I'm going to get you bastards out of here. 
and I'm going to get rid of this Federal Reserve. All right? So what did they do? They took his grandson, didn't they? Yeah, well, they this did. Is the Jews so- killed, uh, killed Lindbergh's grandson, yeah. Yeah, well, this is what uh, he told me. He said, what people don't realize, <clears throat> and it was never brought out, that they took that little boy and hung him upside down in a garage and picked him with an ice pick. And he said they drip-dried him right there. They probably drank his blood as well. But this is all part of ritual murder. And when you look at what they're doing over there to those Palestinians, it's very similar. They are ruthless. I mean, I could stand here for 15 minutes bringing up words, but they are terrible people. And if we don't watch it, I agree with Paul, if we don't watch what's happening here, we're going to be the next Palestinians because... They're all around us. They got all the power. They're in all the uh, perfect positions to put the the feds or whoever on us. So when Paul and Floppy are ready to run, I'm well armed and I'm ready to go. And I'm in Arkansas, and uh, I'll give you my number. <laughs> that sounds great, Jim. Definitely. Uh, you you oh, can uh, email me that information at rtidemedia, the letter R, the word tidemedia, at gmail.com. I'd like to get in contact with you for sure. And I'd like to hear more about okay, that wait a minute. story. Could you say one more time, R? Yes, R, Robert, the word tide, T-I-D-E, and the word media, M-E-D-I-A, rtidemedia, at gmail.com. Please uh, send me. I'd like to correspond with you. All right. Uh, thank you, Jim. Really a compelling call. Great discussion. And so let's move on now to Patrick in Wisconsin. Welcome, Patrick. What's on your mind? Hi. Uh, I, I just kind of stepped back in um, listening to the first part of the show and some of the what you guys were talking about before that. But it's interesting that the last part because my, my family is related to Lindbergh over in Little Fall, where my Great grandpa grew up grew up with Charles Jr. Um, and they did. I have a bit biography of uh, Charles Sr. What they did is they poisoned Charles Sr. when he was going to vote on Federal Reserve just before. Wow. So would, yeah, with the committee that eventually ended up passing. The Federal Reserve, but say to Paul, I I really do think this is about religion. I, I boil it down. There, the, I'm a Catholic. The way that we see it, there are four political, metaphysical, political realities. There's basically Christ, the Christian world, the heretical worldview, the Jewish worldview, and pagan, and. The heretical worldview. Hey, caller, I I I gotta cut you off. I don't know. I, I think it's shared for all of us. Uh, I think your phone or whatever you're using. Yeah, Patrick, call you're clipping I, really bad. Yeah, uh, you sound you like call, you're in a well or something. Like I, I, or something. What I was able to deduce is that you said Charles Lindbergh was poisoned, uh, and and that you're you're essentially your Charles family Lindbergh around Senior Charles was poisoned. Jr. Uh, so he couldn't vote against the Federal Reserve, and and I, I read that myself. Patrick, please call back, like on a landline or a cell phone or something, because we could. Or if you're in a basement, go upstairs. That would even help, man. Because I want to hear wait all a of second. this. This is interesting. Am I, am I clipping now? Am I no, clipping no, now? No, no, no. You sound good. You sound good now. 
Okay, yeah, sorry, it was a setting on my No, phone. it's fine. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. I just, I'd rather hear all of this than yeah, just Yeah, this is good stuff. Chops. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry about that. No, no, no. Um, yeah, I wanted to make that comment because it, it is about the Talmud. It's about the way the Jews behave, the Christ-killing Jews. They killed Jesus Christ. That's the problem. That's the total problem. If they hadn't have done that, we wouldn't have this problem right now. How do you know that they killed and, Jesus Christ? Well, they they claim well. That's, yeah, that's I know, part of their religion. You know, me, okay, so earlier in the show, if you heard Floppa talk about you know Adam Green, and again, I'm not a big fan of Adam Green, but there's lots and lots of people that have done this work that is very compelling. That says essentially that the timeline and the the contemporary historians made no mention of this Jesus figure, and I'm not saying he exists or he doesn't exist. I don't know. There's people that claim to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, good for them. I don't really know what okay. that means. So, so you you don't believe in Jesus, so you would be you you'd be Again, more like pagan then. It's a belief. Okay. So hey, I, hey, right, right. Don't, don't play into that dichotomy. Just because you're not a Christian, it doesn't mean you're a pagan. Right. And see, here's no, what but, I'm saying. Okay. Is I don't have anything against what people believe. And I, I was, like I said, with talking with Giuseppe, we had the same background. I was not an altar boy, but I went to church every Sunday. You know, I did confession. I did Stations of the Cross. The, the Mass was done in Latin back there in the 60s and the 70s. And it has a meaning for me. It's part of the fabric of who I am. However, I'm adult enough to realize that this is all conceptual stuff, and it doesn't the discussion of all these religious aspects doesn't help us in our real-world struggle. Hitler titled his book, My Struggle, and it was the struggle of the German people. And I couldn't be more impressed now that I have decades into this topic and this material. I couldn't be more impressed uh, uh, with the stand that the Germans made against the, the evil, demonic Jewish plan to annihilate Europe, okay? They bought us some time, okay? But they didn't buy us a lot of time. They did buy us some decades. But the bottom line is that we are basically enduring what the Germans had intended for Europe right now in our country. And there's a billion-plus Chinese, and there's a billion-plus Indians, and Koreans, and Vietnamese, and Mexicans, and Guatemalans, and Salvadorans, and Venezuelans, and they all want to come here. And we better get our fucking heads right to do something about it. And I don't care about the Talmud or Christianity anymore. I'm sorry. I'm just being real. So I'll stop ranting now. Go back to the call, and I'll, I'm going to mute. Well, what what I'm saying is, it's all about creed. It's all about what you believe, and it's what it's the guiding force. Otherwise, no, what do you, you don't have? Get it? It's all it's all about biology. Now, I'm sorry. I had to take myself off mute. You need to go to National Vanguard and start reading. I've got 10 or 15 years of reading articles on there. It's about biology, okay? It's about behavior, right? Ravens well, behave well, that's in a what I'm saying. Way. That's what creed Starlings behave in a behavior. particular way. Pigeons behave in a particular way because biology and behavior is innate. Jews behave the way they do, and it ain't because they read the Talmud. Some do, okay? But it's not because they read the Talmud or believe in the Talmud. Jews are a biological plague amongst us, and the main problem we have is they exist amongst us in our territory, and our main focus should be the exclusive dominion of our own territory, just like the great William Pierce said. And again, William Pierce did not care for Christianity and thought that it was the enemy of white people. I'm not sure if but I would it's a matter that of far. principle. 
It's a matter okay, of principle. Again. Deep breaths, guys. Deep breaths. I want to okay. say something. I want to say okay, something. Okay, let's uh, both Patrick and, and Paul hold a second. Let's get Floppa's thoughts. Go ahead, Floppa. So, so Jewish behavior predates the Talmud and it predates the the Bible. You can go back to Egyptian history and find traces of Jewish people, and and they were disgusting and they were enslaved. And, and Aryan pharaohs like to spit on them. Uh, so, yeah, the, the, their behavior, the, their jealousy of us is uh, as ancient as what they call Amalek, um, if not older. And so, um, yeah, yeah, White Legion just said, we don't need to attack Christianity. We don't need to attack paganism. We don't need to attack each other and fire shots across the board because both of you guys strike relevant points. And myself, as a propagandist, I use both of your guys' points against the enemy. And so I think at the end of the day, you know, try to stay friends. You know what I mean? Because this Jewish behavior no. predates all this crap. And That's I think a, that course, defeats the argument right there. Yeah, and, and, I, and I agree. Perfect point. And I, I was trying to say is people come on like you call her. And again, nothing against you. I'm sure we'd be fine. Good friends and have a beer. But I, I don't like it when people talk about philosophy first. And like philosophy is the problem. Or, you know, in other words, these these concepts, all right, we have a real-world, physical, existential threat, okay, that's biological in nature. And that's why they're bringing in all this black biology and brown biology to destroy us. And that's that's what's going to happen if we allow it. And if Christianity helps us uh, defeat that, then great. But I don't see any great help from Christianity, I'm sorry to say. I'd like to say that philosophy is what connects Christians to, say, a pagan or someone else, whatever they may be. Aristotle, it's highly respected in the Church. That type of thinking, it's the way you think. The creed, that's what I'm talking about when I say creed. It's the way you think. Well, I think, oh, I think, I think that creed that you describe right there, uh, and, and the creed that we share is a, an Aryan feature that... I think dogma is um, it, it doesn't have anything to do in play. I think I think white people, if left to our own accords, I think we could even make a democracy work. Where's my fucking laugh track? Because that's a joke. <laughs> I think we could make democracy work without no, Jews. We could make a communist it's... nation successful. White people could well, succeed in yes. anything because we have the cognitive capacity to work together and do great things. Yes, Floppa, you're exactly correct. In other words, when you have a supermajority white country, any form of government works because of the nature, the innate nature of white people. Because yes. of our ethnic tendencies, which are conditioned over thousands of years. Exactly. Exactly. Correct. Yeah, I think we all get along here, guys. O slash in the chat. Yeah, yeah. Race and first. Keep it race first, guys. Race first, I agree. Patrick, wonderful call, and please call back soon. We've got others building up and not a lot of time. Andy from Texas, welcome, Andy. What's on your mind? Is Andy there? Uh, Andy, we'll give you uh, one last chance to... Is it working on your end, Andy? Otherwise, uh, I guess... We'll go to the next one. Nancy from California. Nancy, welcome. What's on your mind? Yes, I was just going to say that the whole conflict is over ideological beliefs. It was Christ's viewpoints that they rebelled against, and that's why they killed him. I know that there are some of you who are skeptical that there was a Christ, but 
there's an author, historian, and atheist, Tom Holland, who talked about the impact that Christ's teachings brought to the world. He's an atheist, but he came to realize that he's a Christian. He's lived in a Christian society. He's taken it for granted. He's benefited from those teachings and those beliefs, and it's made his life and the world a better place. And I can read a little quote from you from him if you would like to hear it. Sure, go ahead. Okay, so he says, while studying the ancient world, Holland writes, he realized something. Simply, the ancients were cruel and their values utterly foreign to him. The Spartans routinely murdered imperfect children. The bodies of slaves were treated like outlets for the physical pleasure of those with power. Infanticide was common. The poor and the work and the weak had no rights. How did we get from there to here? It was Christianity, Holland writes. Christianity revolutionized sex and marriage, demanding that men control themselves and prohibiting all forms of rape. Christianity confined sexuality within monogamy. It is, his, it is ironic, Holland writes, that these are now the very standards for which Christianity is derided. Christianity elevated women, in short, Christianity utterly transformed the world. So, the, you know, we have the biggest gay pride parade in Tel Aviv. We have the Jews lauding themselves for bringing gay marriage to America. We have Hollywood that depicts Christianity in such a vile way. These criminals, they always have the crosses on their walls. But have you ever seen a rabbi depicted in a bad way? So I could go on and on. It's still the same. This is all so, so ideological. So do, do you think Christianity is under attack or whiteness? Christianity. That's my. Do you think Christianity? See, I think Christianity is a lost cause there because the reason they want to fucking pardon my French. I'm sorry. The reason they want to make your child homosexual isn't because they're after your Christ. It's because they're after. Your demographics, they don't want you to reproduce. They don't want you to have white children. That's yes, what's exactly. under attack. Yeah. That, that, that's, why, that's, why, that's why these, these right-wingers won't say anything about uh, you know, Christian genocide that's going on in uh, Azerbaijan right now that's being funded and, with U.S. tax money being sent to Israel. <coughs> All right, and great way what? to end the show. My bad. Oh, okay. No, no, uh, say, Paul, go ahead. You want the final word real quick, Paul? Sure. Now, we got to do another show on this because I think we could do it well. Do like the whole two hours on just this topic because it's worth doing. But in the end, okay, what I, my life experience shows me is that so many Christians, too many Christians are docile. They are docile. Okay, we'll end it right there. Okay, all right. Thank you, Flapout. You're a regular man. You're in. You're in the club, brother. All right. All right. Have a great I, week. Thanks Go for having me. Flapa at Odyssey. He's doing phenomenal work. See you next week, everybody. Have a great week.
listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network.